<laughs> so we've been a tiny bit distracted because my sister and brother-in-law have just turned up. They're visiting from America and they've been listening to us on the radio talk about soda cake. Thank you very much, Joe Oversee. Lovely to see Thank you. you. Thanks, Rachel. Nice to meet you. Uh, they heard us talking about soda cake, Beth, and so they've come along to see if they can sample some. Well, I think Which you've I got think it all stashed in your bag, actually. <laughs> um, oh, isn't this amazing? What a fantastic place. And like, we keep on saying that it's just so refreshing to know that these hubs in the community are still alive and well and actually yeah. thriving. Oh, absolutely thriving. Do you know, this really has been full of energy this afternoon and smiling faces all around. I mean, listen to this. Hang on. So my sister is going to now try soda cake for the first time. Diana, there you go. Okay. What do you think? Sweet, delicious. Mm, it crumbles. It's, it's lovely. Does it remind you of growing up here? Yes, absolutely. That's it's really beautiful. I'm asking her to talk while she's got soda cake in her mouth. It's, it's a little <laughs> taste of memory lane. And, you know, as someone who's uh, from the south, of, south side of the States, from Tennessee, tell us what you make of it, Ron. It's really delicious. No kidding. It tastes really good. Oh, I love having that accent talk about soda cake. Absolutely brilliant. Love that. Oh, well, I feel very relaxed now. I've got yes, my cup Beth's of tea. Yes, has got a cup here. of tea, so um, she's all happy. Cheryl's just delivering oh, coffee to her, and you're a little star. Um, I'll just have some water, please. Thank you very much. Um, do you know, we were just talking about the, the films before during the programme, and it was the Arts Council who provided support to get the big screen, which we can see Ooh, well, from where we're standing. And we've well. got the, the sound bar as well. So what a space to do this. Do you know, it's lovely, and it's oh. so bright and sunny. To have the sun come beaming through these windows, it's just beautiful. It really is. Uh, Beryl, you seem like you need a bit more tea there. Uh, how are you doing? Did you have you enjoyed your time this afternoon? Yes, I have. Thank you. Yeah, you must be so proud of this space, knowing that as a result of, of yourself and others coming together with the Friends of St James's, that that's why this exists. Yes, I am. I think they've done very well, and everybody, um, you know, helps and does things according to their ability, sort of thing. You know. Mm -hmm. And what are some of your favourite memories from being in this space? What, what sort of really stands out to you? Well, I mean, the WI meet up here, and I belong to Glenlay WI, which is now the oldest one on the island. Um, I don't think they've got so many members, but uh, they're still carrying on at the moment. Then the whist drives, I always enjoy those, and the church services when I, you know, come to them. Um, you know, the, the whole place and the friendliness of the place. That's, that's the main thing, you know. Oh, it really is friendly. Beryl, you're talking about um, whist and how younger people might not know how to, to play cards or play them as much as um, maybe you used to. How easy would it be for somebody to learn whist if they'd never played before? I think it would be quite easy. Um, the main thing is to watch what other people are playing and try and guess what they've got in their hand. Um, at first, uh, when I first came here, there was a, a man that used to oh, well, play your ace. And I used to think, how does he know I've got an ace? You know? <laughs> oh, that sounds like a game we need to learn, Christy. I it think does. it does. Uh, I'm just going to interrupt Nikki. I'm sorry, you're just in the middle of conversation, Nikki, but I just want to interrupt you because you said actually that Dorby has another claim to fame, you think, to do with car boots. Yes, we believe we were the first ones on the island to run a car boot sale. Really? There you go. So when do we think that was? It was probably about 26 years ago. Oh, car boots. I wonder, I wonder what would have been in the car boots at that time for sale. 
I'm wasn't not that long quite ago. sure. I think it's pretty much the same as uh, it is pretty much now. It's sort of everybody clearing out their sort of their attics and their cellars. Um, nowadays, most of it we have a little bric-a-brac stall in the corner here that a lot of the good stuff tends to go on. Um, but uh, a lady here, uh, Meg Watterson, has the farm down just opposite Neabel down there, and she came up with the idea because she had a farmyard that just begged to be used for something, and she'd seen this idea from America at the car boot sale and said. Well, it doesn't take much sort of uh, work for us lot. Just charge people £5 for a car and uh, they, it just sold itself. And the rest is history, really. And now they happen all over the Isle of Man as a result of that. Boots and bonnigs and goodness knows what else. It's all yeah. happening here in Dorby. But you know what I'd really love now is what? to have a look downstairs because I we talked a lot about a the Dorby Hub idea. Hostel. Um, and so we'll just see if Cheryl would mind uh, us wandering downstairs. Cheryl, can we take a look downstairs? Yes, of course. Ooh, everybody's going to come down for a bit of a skeet here, so uh, let's just uh, wander out of the door here. Hoping, I'm hoping the mics will, will take us down there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, see, a, how we we'll see how we go. Anyway. Hopefully the signal will last. If we, uh, if we lose signal, what we'll do is we'll put it onto a video, but we're just wandering yes. outside now. Oh, it is still beautiful it's gorgeous. I've here. taken my cup of tea with me. I hope that's okay. Just, uh, who, who looks it. after the gardens, Cheryl? Um, well, I was told once it was a schoolyard and never would be a garden. So this is a little miracle of Dorby oh. until the next gale comes in and then it's annihilated <laughs> again. I love gardening, so it's my... Yeah. Oh, could you tell us some of the flowers' oh, names? No, pink no. ones. And oh, right, I okay, that's say, all right. Just the blue checking. ones over there, uh, Tanya from Lovely Greens just put a post up about them, uh, about that oh, particular flower. Yeah, she's just had a appearing in her allotment. And uh, so my. Well, these are all perennials. So as a garden in the winter, it dies out. It's got bulbs that come through in the spring, and then it just does its own thing. So it just eat. Right, I Let's think we might be might losing be our signal here a little bit. If we get bit, back round again, go it might quickly. come back. Let's I feel see. a little bit like Annika Rice. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think we may be a bit far away. Ooh. It's still... But we're going to be right underneath. hear it. Yeah. Beautiful be okay. sea there. There's a chicken just running around in the oh, field yeah. next I door. I think it said hello earlier while we were on air, actually. So rural. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, the Dolby Hub. Here we go. Come on in and have a skeet. What's that wheel from? That's yeah. outside, do we know? Somewhere in the Czechoslovakia, I think. Oh, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. No, wasn't that. <laughs> now, as soon as we walk in here in the porch area, um, there are some notice boards up which give a, a history of the village. And the first one is the village shop, oh, an important part of this life in the small community at the beginnings of the last century was the shop. We sold everything from essential paraffin oil for the lamps to fresh bread, rubbing stone, black lead for the grates, and a pennyworth of sweeties. Oh, fantastic. And oh, it talks about water are. being carried by the bucket from the wells and springs in the village. I'm just going to open the door here and inside oh, we go now then. Gorgeous. I have actually been in here before because uh, we recorded a Tammy Gindis Hopchine special uh, from this room and uh, people can hire this space and uh, you know, it'd be a great place for a little intimate party. And Cheryl, these wonderful images all over the walls which depict uh, the life of Dorby for centuries by the look of things. This is the very early history, so these are the photographs which, between us as a community, we've been gathering together and then we're in boxes, and all the time we've talked about saying we would share this, the history of Dorby, because um, a lot of new people are coming into the village, um, it's so easy to drive through Dorby and not realise how important it was in people's lives, <laughs> so uh, what we've done, I think over, some, again, 30-something some years, uh, we've acquired this information and then finally with the, the basement coming together 
was the thought that we would have a permanent history exhibition here. And you can see the photos of clearly the characters of Dorby as well there. And we heard um, a clip on the show of Alec Carran, who was mm. reciting what he remembered of being at school with Vori and, and the talking mongoose yeah. talking about that as well. You knew him as well, didn't you? Uh, yes, he was fantastic. Um, it just He used to be our auctioneer when we used to have our first Melias up at the Balakallan. Um, and what we did is over um, the last, well, since I've been the minister, our anniversary service and our harvest service have been celebrations of the life of the people in the village. Um, so we go and interview the elderly people, farmers who used to have different farming techniques. We take their stories and either they would read it themselves. So I would take notes w word for word as they were speaking, including Alec Heron, and he's got such rhythm and poetry as he speaks. And then if he wasn't happy to stand in church and speak, then we get somebody with the similar, really strong Manx accent. Um, and so these these services, we've, well, uh, 10 years, I think, we've been doing this. Um, where So we've taken the photographs, we've recorded what they've said, and again, we've got a similar exhibition of those pictures and those quotations, um, which we've had upstairs. And the master plan is this is going to stay as the old history of the village, and then upstairs we're going to get... Um, notice boards for it's our 180th anniversary this July. So at the moment, everybody in the village has been invited to to give us two pictures of their lives, um, of what life in Dorby is to them. Mm -hmm. And we've put an exhibition upstairs, less permanent than this. And then in future years, we'll add some of these other character stories of people who no, no longer are with us, but um, have very, very special stories to share. And James Franklin, with your culture van and head on, p uh, keeping those memories for posterity is just so important. Oh, absolutely. Because it's not just stories, it's also the tellings and the people. And these sorts of things are just so priceless. We are just standing, Christy, outside the entrance to this shop. I don't know if you've ever um, oh, Jilly, seen anything like shop. this. This is incredible. I have bought some presents here in the past. Uh, so let's just oh, wander wow. in I here. I wasn't expecting um, all of this. I know. Jilly, just explain uh, what we have here. Uh, what you have here, it's large. we try and do the fair trade, locally sourced products, things like that. So we have a fridge that has local cheese, milk, uh, some of the sausages and bacon down from Closely's Farm, down Patrick Road. Um, and it's it's open to anybody in the village. We know how to get in. And so you can come down for emergency supplies. You've got your chocolate, very important. And then on the other side of the shop, you've got all your gifty stuff. Lots of it is uh, locally made crafts, knitwares by Lockton Sheep. And we've got other little bits and pieces. We've got this, um, what do you call the burnt poker work, that's it. And so it's all done locally. And Who uh, knew that Lockton sheep could knit? <laughs> They're very clever, very, very clever. Yes. And Jilly, how do people go about getting their products displayed in here? Do they get in touch with you? Do you go out and source oh, them? How no, does it work? Now, you have to ask Cheryl the actual the name. Vicky Harrop and Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Hogg coordinate the shop. Um, so uh, they're the people who sort of made the decisions as to the, the ethical side of what we're doing. So we've got a lot of eco stuff. Um, we've got uh, washing liquids oh. and floor um, household detergents and stuff you cover where you bring your plastic bottle and top up so we so ethically manx fairly sourced is the sort of concept which they brought in which is celebratory it's so gorgeous yes. um so yes yeah, so the trade stuff we're looking the craft stuff we're looking for things 
which are unique to Dorby, really. And so we've got this lovely jeweller who displays work elsewhere on the island, but she's done a range especially for Dorby, the oh. Dorby shop. And here is a slice oh, of Dorby. The aforementioned oh, yes. cookbook, which apparently has, has all, all of the secrets of soda cake as well in there. Do you know what? <laughs> I've just had such a fabulous time. I really don't want to leave. And the good news is I don't have to because I could actually sleep in here, Cheryl. <laughs> you can sleep Yeah, Gillian's Jilly, a coordinator for oh, How yes. does that happen, Gillian? On the website for St James's Church, you'll find the uh, contact details for the Dorby Hub Hostel and a contact telephone number. Just drop me a line. Give me a call, tell me when you want to stay, and it'll be all ready for you. That's so exciting. Flapjack ready, flowers on the table, fire laid, light the match, and away you go. And you don't have to have any special reason if you just fancy a little break and if you just want to come stay here. I think, should we just, I don't need to go home tonight. No, you know, we can just do that. And you mentioned the Hub Pub as well. I don't want to get too hung yes, up on this, but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> this is one, once a month, uh, it's a bring your own pub, um, so it's a gathering, basically. And we've got a table tennis table yeah. that's on you. <laughs> you think so um yeah uh, the Dor- Dorby Table Tennis Championships are about to begin. Oh. <laughs> Do you know, I, I had no idea this was going to be, there was going to be quite so much going on here. It is such a wonderful space and such a wonderful group of people. And just, you know, we talk about community all the time, but this absolutely epitomises that. And do you know what else I really love? And just uh, finishing with you here, Margie, is that the connections to the past as well. I mean, you talked about your dad going to school here, just feeling that you're a part of something like that. Yeah, well... We've made so many friends since we've started the Friends of St. James's. Um, everybody gets involved. Um, I don't think there's hardly anybody in the village who's not aware of what goes on here. And uh, we, we are uh, a, just a happy community, really. Oh, well, thank you so much for letting us come and be a part of that this afternoon. It has been glorious, and I have to say, it's been helped by the gorgeous weather. I bet it's always like this, Cheryl, isn't it? Always, yes. No wind in Dorby, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Well, we very much look forward to coming back here and staying, I think, next time, Beth. Yeah, we can can just make ourselves at home here in the hub. Don't talk about next time. I'm staying here now. See you later. (laughs) Bye.